Bonjour, and welcome back to the fourth week of Minus You. Last week we spoke about backstage backstabbing, in which revenge and communication took a toll on Nicholas and I, along with the sad reality that neither of us stopped this until it was too late. This week we get to look at the more fun side of Nicholas and I with activities we don't love. I've thrown a lot of heavy experiences at you from all sides of this relationship, but now this one is a little bit of a lighter subject. It's still important, of course. It doesn't, just because it's not as depressing and heavy to talk about doesn't mean that it's not important. But it's just, like I said, it's less depressing in comparison to the last three episodes. At least, this episode will lead to more lighthearted conversations with you and your partner and some really fun experiences together. So, let me introduce to you these two characters that we all, most of us, know and love. Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger. Two totally opposite characters. Great love story, though, right? So, because they are pretty opposite people, they have both likely had to spend time doing things that the other person was not a fan of. Ron has probably spent some hours in a library with Hermione as she reads and researches about things that he has zero interest in. Hermione has probably spent some hours playing or watching Quidditch with Ron, even if she would rather be doing anything but that. But they love each other, so they do it to show love to one another. You get the point. Some couples have more in common than others, but the base attraction and love means that you share your passions of yours with your partner. This is super exciting and really fun to do. I loved sharing things with Nicholas, especially after moving to Florida and we were free to take part in more activities in the world around us. What happens when your partner wants to do something that you kinda hate? Let me tell you now, the truth is sometimes we have to do things that we don't love for people we love to show love. For example, I love my best friend, but sometimes I'm tired and I don't wanna hang out with people. But because I love my best friend, I make the effort to go out of my way sometimes to spend time with her, even if I really don't feel like socializing at the moment. I do it because it means something for her, and I do it because I know she would do the same for me. Sacrifice is valuable and necessary, within means for a relationship, because, as we know, relationships are a give and a take. Nicholas and I had an opportunity to do a lot of cool stuff in Florida. Like, man, we were living in Oregon, and Oregon things to do in comparison to Florida, like, no comparison. There was literally a whole new world, which, no Disney pun intended, that opened up to us with us living there. We took full advantage of the theme park portion of Orlando. Nicholas and I spent many hours in the Disney parks. Many. It came to a point where we would go for a few hours maybe ride one ride, walk around, and then leave. We didn't get tired of the parks, we got tired of the people everywhere. Double strollers, triple strollers, scooters rolling the road. In fact, there was this lady on a scooter that ran over Nicholas's sister's foot, like over Christmas. Like these people, like they're just everywhere. But, you know, this comes with the territory, but you've got crying children. It's exhausting, but it's also like, you know, it's big memes. Of course, like I said, this comes with the territory. It's Walt Disney World, for heaven's sake. It's literally the biggest theme park in the world. So when we would get tired of Disney, we would do Universal as well. We would go to Simpsons Land, eat a snack, and have a Duff beer at Moe's, and ride the Transformers ride, or Men in Black. We pretty much saw eye to eye on our time in the theme parks. Some of my best memories with Nicholas involved exploring the parks together, living this dream that we had been lucky enough to capture. 
Eventually, we even got SeaWorld annual passes, which was a huge meme. Um, we saw the whale show, and I cried because I love orca whales, and then, like, Sesame Street was great. We met some Sesame Street characters. You know, it was a lot of fun. But what happens when we're tired of theme parks? Our work schedules are different, and only towards the very end of our relationship did we have time to spend together in these times that we weren't, when our, when our work schedules finally aligned. So during this time, almost all of our energy was being fed into this house, which was a massive issue since the roof was destroyed. We didn't know this. It's a really long story, and I'll talk a lot more about this in episode seven. We had water damage everywhere, like everywhere. So in our spare time, we would honestly just be playing Fortnite. You know, and by, and by spare time, I mean everything's done for the day. We've made our calls for roof repair and everything else we're doing. We're completely done for the day. We're going to play Fortnite together. We had this super cool gaming room. We had gaming setups right next to each other and a mini fridge in the middle with his record player. But, you know, our attention wasn't necessarily on each other. It was on a game. Yes, we were playing the same game and we're playing like, you know, duos and trios with friends from Oregon and squads. You know, it's a lot of fun. But we were so tired and so emotionally and stress spent that we just felt like we didn't have anything to give one another, which we did. We were just too naive and kind of lazy to put effort into really showing each other love in our little world of stress and hell. Anyways, our outings kind of became far and few between. Maybe going to the park for a few hours, but otherwise we were at home in the gaming room. There's so much we didn't go see, and I deeply regret it. I regret it every day. But when we would, did not go out to a theme park, I was usually the one initiating it, and probably 90% of the time it was an event that I chose, if not like 95, 97% of the time it was an event that I chose. I am a huge EDM fan. I have gone to quite a few music festivals, and EDC Orlando was my first music festival. I have traveled to different states to see my favorite artist, Maddion, and Nicholas would come too, but those were initiated by me. Of course, Nicholas wouldn't have really planned an EDM event for me because he hated it, like hated it with a capital H, hated it. So yes, of course it was done by me. But let's talk more about how they went. My last concert that I attended with Nicholas was um, seeing Nero at the Vanguard in Orlando. I had been listening to Nero since I was like 12 or 13, and I thought seriously that I would never see Nero live, like ever, because they like didn't make music and they just kind of like disappeared. They were very much like a 2013 kind of thing. Nicholas was not looking forward to this concert. You know, he hated EDM, and I'm sure that he still really hates EDM. Promises, which is a song by Nero, played at that concert, and I remember crying so hard. <laughs> I cried so hard I could not even see. I remember looking back at Nicholas, and he had, like, the biggest frown on his face. Like, he was, like, mad. I felt so sad because I was so happy to be sharing something I love so much with my favorite person in the world, but he could not find an ounce of happiness in my happiness. Not even like, I'm happy because I'm happy to see you happy. I have a video from the end of this show that I actually ended up editing because I pan the camera over to Nicholas 
and he's just absolutely frowning. It made me cry, actually. I had to edit it. I just, I couldn't watch it. I talked to him about it after the show, and we were both tired and it was late, but he wasn't super receptive to my disappointment and that I was hurt. I told him that if he couldn't find it in himself to smile or something, anything but frown like that, just when I'm looking at him, you know, he doesn't have to smile when I'm not looking, but just to know that, like, the person I love, my favorite person in the world, like, is happy that I'm happy. If he couldn't do it, then he just, he doesn't really have to come with me to these shows. Like, I buy him a ticket so that he can come with me and experience it because I want him to be there because I love him, but if he just can't find a space in his heart to be happy because I'm happy, just when I look at him, I was like, I don't know, man, you don't have to go. Like, you don't have to be there if you really hate it that much. He did not like the idea of me going alone. He doesn't like the type of people that attend EDM shows. And I also found out later that he thought I was going to cheat on him at an EDM show. So there were multiple reasons why he didn't want me to go alone. So I was just kind of stuck with having him there, but him being really upset about it. I took him to EDC Orlando two years in a row. I paid for his tickets both times. Actually, I always bought his concert ticket. He had an okay time year two, but was really fed up by the end of the last night, which I get it, EDM, uh, I mean, EDC is a really long event, and it's three days, and it's exhausting. So, I mean, I, I understand, but, like, also he was, like, done with the music. I know he hated EDM, but it would just, you know, in general, it would make me sad that he wasn't happy to see me happy, the kind of going theme of this. EDM is my life. Music is the thing that truly keeps me alive but he was having a really hard time being happy with me in the moments that I was really ecstatic to share with him. Nicholas was a country music fan. I remember suggesting a country music festival to him, and he didn't really take a ton of interest, didn't really take a lot of initiative. He was kind of just shruggish about it. We saw Chris Stapleton, and the concert was ruined by my brother, who was in town because he wasn't picking up the phone to confirm that he had arrived to the apartment and didn't talk for like three hours. My mom was freaking out, so I was in the hallway the whole time. It was just, it was a stupid mess. So that was kind of a wash. But he also liked live comedy, but the show that he went to, Burt Kreischer, I was really sick the night of the show and I couldn't go with him. Or maybe that was a different show that I was sick and I just chose not to go to Burt Kreischer. I don't remember. But... I just wish that he had asked me to do more outings with him that he liked. Maybe that was just my lack of planning, because I'm a huge planner and I'm really good at it. But I don't know, we just didn't really do things that that Nicholas really loved, because I just, he never really brought it up a lot. Let me be clear, it wasn't that Nicholas never, ever initiated doing something with me. For example, Nicholas booked a three-day trip to an Airbnb for my 21st birthday. I had a pageant scheduled for that weekend, and I told him, hey man, we gotta reschedule this, you probably should have asked. He was really upset about that, and I felt bad, but again, he did not ask about my availability. He never, he never rescheduled this. Nicholas would ask me if we wanted to go out to dinner, probably once every two weeks, and I would turn him down. I would say that we couldn't afford it, and frankly, we didn't. I didn't know this made him seriously upset, rather than just disappointed, until we were already separated. Nicholas and I did do joint events, like events for just the two of us, but they always like just turned into hell. Like we had insanely bad luck. Like, okay, some of these stories are really funny. So if you laugh, don't feel bad. They're actually big memes. For example, we stayed at Coronado Springs, which is my favorite Disney resort. We were so excited to stay there. And we ended up not being able to find a place to eat. 
Nicholas is hangry. And then we ended up that both of our rooms had broken TVs. And honestly, in the end, it was like 11 o'clock at night. I was like, you know what? Let's just go home. <laughs> we ended up getting our money back and just going home because it was just a shit show. Or when we went to the beach and rented a surfboard and 20 minutes later, my arm gets caught in the leash and we have to leave for urgent care because something's sticking out of my arm. Or when we tried to get a nice hotel in Philadelphia and it absolutely reeked of marijuana and our Instacart groceries got stolen. Or when we tried to see Imagine Dragons and he had a job test that made us late and I was panicking about some stupid shirt that I wanted to wear and we were like screaming at each other like two hours before the show because we're stressed out of our minds. That week was like absolutely hell. And honestly, like we almost completely missed the show. We arrived like five minutes before Imagine Dragons got on stage, which the show was great. It was awesome. But the list goes on. As you can see, we would try to do things together that were fun, and then they would just explode. They were terrible. Like, I, I don't know. Every time we tried something, we just, eventually we just stopped trying. Because it was just like, we had such bad luck. We tried together. We did. And it just, like I said, it just never really worked out well for us. When Nicholas and I were talking about getting back together, I remember talking about this concept with him. I told him that I wanted to see him happy at my events, but I also could not expect that completely until I found a way to balance my events with his as well so that we can share in our experiences that we loved. So I wanted to find a comedy club in Orlando or in Tampa that we could go to together because I knew he loved stand-up comedy. Not my thing, but I wanted to do that for him. I wanted to find country music festivals and events for him like EDC so that it would be more balanced. I am a planner. I wanted to take on that role. And on the phone, you know, he sounded pretty happy about it. I was so happy about it because I wanted to share that with him and give him that gift. In the end, he just didn't believe me. He left me because he feared that I just wouldn't change. And his words were, I want to grow. I just don't want to grow with you. It makes me sad, honestly, probably every day to think that I could have shared that joy with him in our events and doing things that we don't necessarily love, but doing it because we love our partner. Nicholas was my best friend, truly. He, is, he has been my closest friend of, of my whole life, even more so than my female best friend right now. I wanted to do that with him, but he made his choice to leave the potential of growth together behind for the ease of someone new. The most important thing that I'm seeing inside these episodes, even in this one, is communication. If your partner doesn't like something, they need to communicate it. You need to communicate the said importance of this event to your partner. Then you can come to an agreement and understanding of each other's feelings, needs, and then find a way for both people to enjoy their events and time with one another. Initiation can also show your partner that you really care. For example, when Nicholas planned that birthday trip, it meant a lot to me. But when he chose not to reschedule it, to not put any effort in it beyond, mm, it didn't work out with my scheduling, I'm done. This actually hurt my feelings and hurt me more than I felt happy about it because it, sh it showed that he was not going to take initiation beyond his own convenience. If Nicholas initiated something like that beyond his words, but backed it up with his actions, it would have made me so happy. 
I'm sure that if I initiated taking Nicholas to events that he didn't know about, it probably would have made him feel more valuable and his time at my events would have felt more balanced. My suggestion for couples that may be facing this and feeling unbalanced right now, or for couples that maybe just feel stagnant in their outings and events that pertain more to one person than the other, is this. Sit down and write out the things that are important to just you. Even if your partner likes it, consider it as, is it your initial love that put that in the relationship or is it the other person's? If it is something that is your initial love that brought it to the relationship, then put it on your list. For example, I would have put EDM festivals and EDM concerts on my list and Nicholas would have put comedy clubs and country music. Both of you make those lists for yourself. Now, sit together and write a list of things that you both enjoy together. For example, the Fortnite Disney parks. It could be a favorite restaurant you both have or a music artist you both like together or movies or creating art together, something that you both love. Now look at these lists. Find a way to schedule time for couples events, things you both love, and then schedule time for individual events that you want each other at. Now an example of this would be once a month, Nicholas will go to a concert of Madeline's choosing. And in exchange, Madeline will go to a comedy event of Nicholas's choosing. Once a month, Madeline and Nicholas will go to a movie they pick together. There's the give and take. There's the balance. Now, both individuals are getting their individual needs and interests taken care of, as well as there's relationships needs and interests being taken care of. You will find joy in this balance as a couple. You will also find joy in your partner experiencing joy doing what they love. Even if life is insanely stressful, even if your roof is literally falling in on you, you can find time to show love to one another. It can be as simple or as elaborate as you'd like. If it, me if it means putting up a fort, a blanket fort on the floor in the living room and watching The Simpsons, then do it. And if it means going to a concert you kind of hate, then do it. If it means seeing the end of a movie series in theaters together, then do it. Always remember that you love each other. And when you love someone, you sometimes do things that you don't really want to do sometimes to show that love. I promise you, you will not regret it. I will see you next week for the fifth episode of the During Chapter of Minus You, which is There Will Always Be a Reason Not To in which I will talk about the sad reality that effort takes effort. And let me tell you, there is always, and I mean always, going to be a reason not to do something. Until next week, adios. Adios.